there are not many entrepreneurs under 30 who can start a concept that is so unique and easy to run that you can franchise it already. Join me as I talk with Brianna Keith, who is the founder of Tostique, a wonderful gourmet, healthy food option located in D.C. and growing all over the country. Welcome to the Franchise You Podcast, where key industry leaders provide education and inspiration. Here's your host, Dr. Kathy Gosser, the director of the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. So welcome to another episode of Franchise You. And with me today, I have Brianna Keith. And Brianna, you are the CEO and founder of Tostique, as well as the co-founder and owner of Chopsmith. So welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Kathy. Oh, it's great to have you here. So you have a love of food and hospitality, starting with your degree from James Madison University in hospitality management, where you were also a D1 athlete. Wow. And you have done so much in the past seven years. I can't wait to tell your story. So first, tell us about your passion for food, nutrition, and fitness. Yeah, so I really started at a young age. I always just led a very active lifestyle. I was always just running around as a kid and was doing all the sports and gymnastics and soccer and basketball. And so I was very active. And in high school, I was diving. I was on my high school diving team. And then I did all-star cheering outside of school. Um, So I was doing two sports in high school and I really loved it. Um, But my my true passion was with cheering and just being active in tumbling and stunting. And so moving on past high school, I decided to do cheering throughout college. And I just always loved being on the go, but also caring about what I, I ate as well, because it was very important for me that I never felt overstuffed or when I was eating, it was like weighing me down. So in between sports and classes, it was just always light, healthy food, like smoothies and acai bowls and our, my toast, which I like made three times a day all the time because it filled me up and I was fueled and I was ready to go, but I was never overstuffed or, you know, was getting tired after I eat. So it's really just how I love to live my life, honestly. <laughs> so that's why you are where you are today. But you started out of college working for Hyatt Brands. But then you founded your own company, Tostique. Can you tell us about that transition and why you started Tostique? Yeah, so I've always kind of had the entrepreneurial spirit um, in whatever I did. And I was a server. I was always working in restaurants. I loved working for tips because it was like a direct reflection of how well I was doing. And I know I have the work ethic and work really hard and I loved events. I still love events, which is that's what I was doing at Hyatt. And we do really awesome events on premise and off premise. Um, but I was just getting burnt out a little bit. And I couldn't see the vision of moving up in the company and being like a GM of a hotel that didn't excite me. I wasn't truly passionate about that. And what I knew I was passionate about was um, restaurants and being on my feet all day, ironically, but I, I love being on my feet and moving and just something new. And um, again, I kind of like to take control of my own destiny, which the combination of all that is the reason that I decided to leave the high and do something on my own. And the first store is really just um, 
to create myself a job where I knew I would be happy going. It would be something that I would love. And that was just the vision for the first store. And of course, once we opened the doors, it kind of took off and I really knew I was onto something special. And that's when we had to sit down and figure out what would be the next steps. (laughs) Well, you did come up with something special. And so how did you even think up the concept for Toastique? It's really Toastique is how I love eating. Like I just love fresh food. And when I would go to new places, I would search out juice bars and health cafes. Like that's truly how I love eating. My favorite foods are like toast and cafes and like smoothies and smoothie bowls and just fresh and beautiful. Mm -hmm. Even like the food I'd make for myself, I would make it colorful and beautiful. And I I think that's like half the part of eating. So um, I knew that truly like the gourmet toast that we do, some people have like side options, but no one really like puts a whole focus on it, does so many variations of it. But like overseas and stuff, that's more common in Europe. And I visited Australia that I blew my mind because I felt like on every street, there's a coffee shop, a juice shop, cafe, and it was all like healthy and beautiful. And um, so it is like other places, but not really in America that I have seen and definitely not in DC. So that's why I was like, I think it would do really well here because there's really not much like it. And really well you have done. So Forbes even listed you as one of their under 30 food and drink listers redefining chain restaurants. Okay, that's pretty incredible. So what did that mean to you? Oh, it meant everything to me. It's funny because it's like, at the end of the day, I guess it's a silly little list. But at the same time, it's something that was on one of my goals to make before I turned 30. Um, And I think it also helped give Toastique that national recognition We are little, we're a small business. To this day, I still consider us a very small business. And being recognized on that list with all these other amazing people just is really incredible. I was listed for 2022, but it still like amazes me to this day. And I'm so grateful for that. Well, you worked hard for that. And that is a great list. Any list from Forbes is pretty incredible. So let's talk about Tostique. So it's a boutique gourmet toast and juice bar, and you founded it in D.C., as you said. Can you describe the concept? Yeah, so it's quick serve, and we're making things fresh. We're really trying to redefine like fast casual because most people think of it as unhealthy fried food, but it's quick serve. It's still counter service. You're still getting your food under seven minutes, but it's all made to order. All the toast smoothies and bowls are all made to order. All the toppings are made in-house from our peanut butter, avocado smash, hummus. Everything is made in-house and it's an open kitchen style. So you can see your food being made as soon as you order it. And we still have the option for, for quick serve, but the way our stores are built out as well, they're very warm and inviting and live plants everywhere and the music and the vibe of it is very welcoming. So people also will come for brunch or for office meetings and and hang out and have a whole experience there with their friends or family or co-workers. And we're really just trying to make an upscale fast casual with health, uh, healthy food. That makes a lot of sense. And you know, you have some great videos on your website. And one I looked at, your food looked so delicious. What is your favorite item? My favorite item is the avocado smash. And it is our most popular item. <laughs> it's just so good. We marinate tomatoes on there, which is like my favorite piece of the menu. 
Um, and and our uh, peanut butter crunch toast. It's our only sweet toast, but we have house-made peanut butter with fresh strawberries, bananas, blueberries, granola. It's really, really good. Those are my ah, two <laughs> We need one here. I could use that right now. I was also interested in some stats that you had on your website about why Tosique is the right brand right now. For example, there was one stat that 79% of people want to eat and drink healthier since the pandemic. What other stats do you think make your brand perfect for right now? Yeah, I think in general, some people are like, oh, toast is trendy. Like that's going to go out style. But maybe the word toast is trendy, but tartines, open-based sandwiches, that's been around for years. And the end of the day, healthy living and active lifestyles are not going out of style. Even before the pandemic, that's where the trends were going. People were just being more aware of what they're putting into their body. And the pandemic really just expedited that. And I think we're really giving them that option because if you want to eat healthy, you either have to cook at home or you're going to have to go to a much higher end restaurant and sit down. People don't really have time for that multiple times a week. That's so right. giving them that same quality service um, and the freshness of the food, but on the go, it makes it just much more accessible. And you know, I hear you say that toast is trendy, but gosh, we've all been eating toast since we were started to eat. So it seems like it's also something that has been around forever. And when I think about what you've done in five short years, you have nearly 7 million in revenue and you have a sister restaurant, Chopsmith. And I read that 37 franchises were slated to open over the next two years, but I think you have 14 or 15 restaurants open right now. How did all of that happen so quickly? So quickly. Um, yeah, I think the biggest thing is that we started off with a very strong team. And I feel very fortunate for that. I have three other partners that we bring all very different things to the team. And that really helped expedited our quick growth in our corporate stores and opening other concepts. Because we all really just brought something different that made the brand so successful. And now with franchising, it's kind of the same thing. We're partnering with these other people that we think are going to be a great extension of our brand to bring it to new markets. And I truly believe it all starts with the people and ends with the people. And when you have a strong team, you can build a team around you. Our employees that work in the store, they are what make our store successful as we grow. And same thing with our franchise partners, you know, they need to be, you know, just as passionate and excited about the brand as I am, and they can rally a team behind them to make their store successful. So let's um, talk about the franchising component. So what made you decide that you wanted to franchise your concept? So when we opened the first store, like I said, that was the goal. And then um, as soon as we opened so many people were like, oh my gosh, you need to come here. How do I open one? And, you know, in DC, it's very touristy. So these people were from like all over the country. And it's like, how would we do that? How would we open one in California? And to me, I felt no matter how much we paid a manager or someone part of our team, they won't care as much as someone that has their own time and money invested involved. And Everything about Toastique, it's all in the details from the construction to the presentation, the recipes, like it's all in the details and it's a lot of work. So we decided franchising should be the route, looking for owner operators who want to be the face of the brand in their community and 
be a part of that, be in the store every day, talking to customers and building a team. So that's how we landed on expanding nationally would be through franchising. And you had a proven concept. You had several years of proven sales and profits. So that also helps. Yes. I have to ask, Brianna, because so many of my students always want to know, how did you find the capital to start your first? Yes. And that's always, I think, the most challenging part, especially a young entrepreneur is finding the capital. Um, And so it was me and my three partners, um, and we funded it ourselves from friends and family to bank loans, from credit card debt to everywhere we could pull from, really. And we were fortunate enough to do that all within ourselves without any outside investors. And we still to this day have not taken any outside capital. Um, But we also have every dime that we have made, we have put it back into the company. And I think that's another thing too, that has made us so successful with our growth is we're reporting to each other. And we're very you know, we're it's it's me, my boyfriend, my brother, and our friend. So it's very friends, family. We disagree on something. You, we just talk about it, hash it out, pick a decision, and run with it, and keep supporting each other. That's what makes it really nice as well. Is that we are not reporting to an outside investor. That everything that we can figure out internally, uh, we can make a decision on and move forward with it. Oh, that's wonderful. And you know. Early entrepreneurs do put everything they own into it and back and back, and it will pay off one day. That's very inspirational. Thank you for sharing that. You've had like just amazing interest in this short time. What do you think you offer that is unique and exciting to potential franchisees? I think it's how simple the concept is um, compared to other restaurants. Like we do make everything in-house. So not saying it's easy because it's not easy. You're running your own restaurant. You're running your own business. That is not easy. But compared to other restaurants, it's simple. We don't use any cooking equipment. So we don't have oven, stove, hoods, anything like that. So it also makes the total overhead cost lower. Um, But it's also simple. Like we don't need to hire chefs. Everything can be taught. You know, we have recipe books and photos and videos for all of it. It's a lot to learn, but it's simple. And you know, it's it's pretty much pandemic proof. Um, we realized with our other concept, Chopsmith, is that when our sales were down in the beginning, 70%, we could have one or two people run it and still be profitable where, you know, a full-blown restaurant, you need at least five people to run it. You need someone on dish and grill and the register just to operate. And so that's when we really realized it is kind of pandemic proof because as long as you watch your labor to the volume you have, you can still be profitable at any volume of sales. Oh, that's great. And you know, you're right. Without having the hefty price tag that comes on all that kitchen equipment, it is much more reasonable to get in. And I saw a video with your chef talking about making up the recipes. And so it seems like you have a very talented chef on staff to always do these new toast of the week and all kinds of things that franchisees would benefit from. Yeah. And so she's my partner's mom. Yeah. She is a chef in Philly and we kind of bribed her to come up for three months because we are opening in July. So we're like, can you just come for three months? Like help us get our feet off the ground, help us finalize the menu. And long story short, she still lives in DC. Um, But yes, again, still family and we're very fortunate for her and just the team we have. 
Oh, that's great. You know, I reviewed your FDD and you have done a nice job with that FDD. And so I want to ask you a few questions. And you've talked about the making everything from scratch. So I was really interested in looking at the training and you offer extensive training and you actually lead it. So, and I was surprised you even make peanut butter from scratch. I'm like, wow. So how difficult is it to train someone new to Toastique? I don't, so I don't think it's difficult. I think the most difficult part is really trusting that um, the franchisees will also do their homework because um, before they come to DC, we have an, an LMS system online where we have videos of everything being made from two different angles. So you can see like the height and the depth of everything, how it should look. And then there's a quiz after um, about the video you just watched. And we give them all the tools, the recipes and memorize this and really know this because then when they come to DC, then it's going to make their training so much smoother. They're not just starting from a blank slate. And we have a 50 question quiz that all of our employees take before they can work on the register. But it's basically just like frequently asked questions that we've collected over the years from customers just down to like our ingredients, what's vegan, if someone has celiacs, how do we handle that, all things like that. So before they even come for hands-on training, they need to pass the quiz and they need to take video tests again as well, really to show that, you know, they did their homework and this is going to be a productive and efficient training period. Um, So we just changed our FDD this year for 2023 to 21 days of training on site, which can be broken up, but it's a lot to learn, but nothing's, nothing's hard. Like I said, it's just a lot to learn. So the franchisees need to be you know, dedicated and learning to do their homework. So when they come here, they can really get the hands-on training, just the flow of the restaurant, learning all the prep of it and the assembling of all the toast and everything. Um, So it's not difficult. It's just, it's a lot to learn. We want to make sure that they're comfortable with going back to their store, which will be there for the opening, but going back to their store and being comfortable training their new people and really helping them, whatever they need, training them on the ins and outs of Toastique. And you know, what you've done, and you probably don't realize it is called you have flipped the classroom. So that's where you have them do work outside of the actual training before they show up. So that's a new way of learning. And you've done a great job with that. Well, thank you. So um, you also have both single restaurant agreements and multi-unit development agreements. What are most of your franchisees doing right now? So most of them have signed um, the three-unit unit, and even the ones that have signed the single also still want to do multi-units, but they're, I would say, a little more conservative. Let's do one, get the learning curve, and then buy a three-pack so they could do a total of four or more. Um, right now, everyone is on um, their first one. We have two partners that have signed their second lease, um, but I think something also that we're doing a little bit different than other franchises is most people, if you buy three, they put a cap on it. Like, oh, you need to open three in the first year, the first 18 months where we are not putting any time cap on them. And we're actually restricting anyone to open a second location until after they see three months profitability. And then we can start looking because um, I sound like broken record, but it's a lot to learn. And, and just getting that learning curve out of the way and with restaurants, the turnover is always high. That's just how it is. So it's going to take a little bit longer to find a solid staff and your key people. Um, And then once you do, you know, we're like, you can go as fast as you want, but 
the first one and creating that foundation and just everything is the most important thing. So taking the time to really train your staff, find your key people, um, and then that'll be easier for store two and three because you can promote within the people that you hired for the first store. If they're really great, then you can make them the manager of the second store or whatever that may be. But um, we're definitely not putting a time limit on when they need to open because as we grow, the most important thing is keeping that quality and consistency, like the specialness of Toastseek. And that is my main focus as we grow because it is so special and I don't want to let anyone open one and the reviews go down, service goes down, quality goes down, and then it affects the whole brand. Well, you definitely understand franchising and growth the right way. So that was great. Um, And actually, in item 15 states that you have to approve the managing owner. What does that entail? Yeah, so it's really just kind of having an interview, almost like how I do with the franchise owners. Um, Right now, all of them that we've signed have been owner operators. But of course, the goal is not creating yourself a job. They want to open more than three Um, or I mean, more than one. But um, it's important that that person backfilling them or representing them, representing Toastseek in their store is a good fit for the brand. So it's kind of vetting, having a video call. Um, We encourage the franchise owners to bring their managing partners to DC training, which most of them have so far. And if they hire a new manager, they still come to DC, even if it's after they open, um, just to get a full corporate training as well. Even though they're running you know, their store smoothly, I think it's just important. When you work at one of our stores, you're surrounded by people who have worked at a Toastseek for three or four years. And it just makes a big difference. It's just you're kind of working with the experts, so to say. So it's just important that the people that they're hiring for their managing partners is still a good fit for Toastseek. Well, you know, I know that you really do care about prospective franchisees and current franchisees, and you've listed some qualities on your website of what you're looking for. But why don't you tell us what's important in a prospective franchisee? Yeah, I think honestly, one of the most important things is um, having a personality that you can, that people want to be around you um, and that you have a strong work ethic. And I think those are the really the two things that um, create a a successful business is you're working hard for them and your team will want to work hard for you. Being in there, you know, showing them, I know how to do everything. I'm a strong leader because people want to be around they want to have a strong leader to lean on if they don't know something or there's a line out the door and it looks like it's about to get crazy there's someone being there like oh no worries we got this and just really being able to create a fun culture work environment and make people feel appreciated is so important and um, of course having the personality to connect with the community that's really why we're looking for owner operators too they're already part of the community so just having your face there too. Um, it's again, it's kind of, it's all about the people and the personality and the relationships you're creating internally, but externally with the customers as well. It's really one of the biggest things that I look for because again, everything is easy. They just need to be willing to learn and learn how to do it. We don't need any, people don't need restaurant experience. Of course, maybe it'll help a little bit, but I mean, you don't need restaurant experience. You don't need culinary experience. Um, You really just need to 
have that dedication to dedicate yourself to Toastique, learn the ins and outs of it and be able to build a team around you. That makes sense. And you talk a lot on your website about how your management team makes it easier to run a healthy franchise. What do you consider a healthy franchise? I think there's a lot of franchises that are not healthy. And we try to be very transparent with the ingredients and having an open kitchen because a lot of other smoothie places or other healthy salad shops or things like that, it's really not truly healthy. There's going to be hidden sugars or they're using syrups or you really don't know where everything is coming from. And whereas Toastique, we are, we're making everything in-house. So, And everyone is making it. Everyone knows how to do it. So you could ask any of our employees, oh, what's in your avocado smash? Or, you know, we know exactly where everything is coming from. And we just like to educate the customers on that. And, you know, and some people are like, oh, well, bread's not healthy. And it's like local bread with good ingredients. And um, we, we always say, I legally, once we get to, I think, 20 stores, we need to have nutritional information. And right. that is a question we get still. But I've never counted my calories because I'm like, if I'm eating good food, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know that's on our radar that we will have to do that. But you could eat 200 calorie toast with all fresh produce and local bread, or you can eat 200 calories of, I don't know, a Subway sandwich or something, but it's like all processed food and mm-hmm. chemicals and preservatives and things like that. So I was always just been about don't count your calories as long as it's, it's like fresh ingredients and food. It's good for you, even if it's a little bit higher in calories. Right. That makes sense. So tell us about the support you provide in the field to your franchisees. Yeah. So we are very hands-on. My team has always been very hands-on. I think that's something that's made us so successful. um, And that's something that we want to demonstrate to all of our franchisees as well is, you know, down to every last detail. My partner Kyle is in construction. So he takes all the first few calls, finding a spot, reviewing the, the subcontractors, making sure all the prices are at market price or lower, um, really just being there every step of the way for construction. I think for a lot of people, that's probably like the scariest part because there's just um, not as many people excel in that. Um, So really being there to make sure everything is built the right way. No one's overcharging us or, you know, all of the contractors have his number on speed dial because in construction, people love change orders and stopping a project and you know, taking two to three weeks to find an answer if something's not right on the drawings where they can call him, ask him a question, and nine times out of 10, he can answer it and the construction process can just move along. Um, And then I have myself and my brother, who's our director of operations, um, with all the operational side, getting everything up and running and making sure all the vendors are set up. And then we have Nicole, who is everything the brand touches, helping uniforms and designing window film and interior and exterior signage, everything in that realm, we have her. And then moving forward, if there's like, if they want to post in a magazine or advertisements or partnering with the other local business, um, she can help create that. And we have Blair, who's our IT manager, um, which can also kind of be a daunting process. I know for me, I'm not, I'm not tech savvy. So um, we have her to help with all the internet and 
Um, she manages our app and integrating that and the POS system, anything tech related. And we have a very small knit corporate team. We, we're looking to hire a little more, but we are very um, kind of how we're picking our franchise partners. It's where we're very particular and really finding people that are going to be just as hands-on as us and really dedicate their time to the franchise owners to make them as successful as us. So we, we like our small team and we like that everyone is so hands-on. Um, so when we hire more for that position, they, they really have to fit in with our work ethic. That's great. That's a great way to, to grow your brand. So what are your growth plans over, say, the next five years? Yeah, so just continuing to open to seeks and partnering with great people in new markets. Um, I wouldn't say there's a number. I just want to continue growing and going in the best spots for Toastique in awesome new markets and having these partners that see the long-term vision. Um, kind of like I mentioned before, I'm I'm not in a rush to grow as fast as we can, just really focusing on the quality and the consistency and really laying the foundation for um, as we grow. And I think that's so important. So we're continuing to go full steam ahead with that. Um, and of course, learning any lessons that we have along the way and just applying them um, to just better ourselves. Oh, that's that's great. Gosh, Brianna, when I look at what you've done in such a short time, it's just incredible. What are you most proud of? That's that's hard to say to pick one thing. I think it is it is crazy. In July, it will be five years from our first to seek. And I think just in general, from one one little store that was just made to create myself a job and in five years even this july we'll have around 20 stores which is just Gosh. crazy so i think it's just amazing sometimes i have to like step back and be like wow like yeah. i i couldn't pinpoint a thing but um like a certain thing but i think um just what we have all done. I really couldn't do any of this with, without the team that I have. So I'm um, just really fortunate that we could get the team together and make all of this happen, really. Well, you definitely have done that. And so my last question for you, is there anything you wish you had known before you started the franchising journey? How crazy it would be? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love it. I love it so much. It's just is something completely new to me, of course. So we really like leaned on our attorney's advice. And also uh, we are, we're partnering with a franchise like sales team and really just leaning on their experience because going into this, I really didn't have too much of like really what to expect. And I loved it so far. It's just something new every day. And just, you know, all these people we're partnering with right now, I believe we have 23 partners is just, they all come from different backgrounds. So like you're tailoring how you kind of train them and talk to them all differently. You know, our group in Orlando um, has lots of experience and they're excited to bring this to all of Florida. And then there's some people who have never worked in a restaurant that are just ready to try something new. So you're just meeting all these wonderful people with totally different backgrounds and it's fun. That's awesome. Well, you certainly have done well and I can't wait to continue watching your success. Brianna, thank you so much for spending time with us today. Thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting with you. 
Franchise You is brought to you by the Yum Center for Global Franchise Excellence at the University of Louisville. For more information on the center, visit business.louisville.edu slash yumcgfe. Thank you for listening to Franchise You.